custom name stuff that you could buy. And I never found a leaf, um, but there was always joy things, you know, especially around Christmas time. And so I always really connected to joy. And in uh, 2005, I started my blog and just on a whim, I, I just said, I'll call it, enjoy it. That was just the idea. And then I kind of used that joy um, throughout my whole business. You know, now Elise Joy Inc. is my business. And so it, it had always been the word there, but um, you, you mentioned, you know, Allie's always big on picking a word and I have followed her work for, you know, decades, it feels like. And I've always picked a word with her, but I never picked joy. And I don't know if it felt too on the nose or because it was my name or um, if it just felt too big, right? Like I think sometimes picking a word like joy, you're like, wow, like I really better have a good year. Um, and so I always felt a little hesitant to choose it as my word. But then, um, you know, after 2020, going into 2021, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to choose joy and I'm going to be intentional and deliberate about, you know, what cultivates, what, what, what can cultivate joy for me, what feels joyful for me. And that was sort of what I was thinking, you know, in, in the beginning of the year is I'm going to be deliberate about that. Um, so, you know, that, that puts us to here. I think, uh -huh. I, I, I think I've always trying to figure out what does bring me joy has been important to me. And I think a lot of what, you know, I love how you connect and we'll talk about this further, but I love how you connect joy to rest. And I think I often feel my most joyful when things feel like peaceful. So when I do feel like not that, not that everything is done, but when I feel like a lot of things have been cleared from my plate, that's when I feel like de-stressed. You know, that's when I feel like I can take a full deep breath. And I think a lot of times that's when I find joy is when things around me feel calm. And so what's been interesting about this year and last year is my kids are always home, you know, with COVID, they're not in school. And so it's rare that things are really calm. And so my challenge and something I want to work on is being able to find joy when things are not really calm, because it's, that's not what we have right now, you know? And so how can I make sure that I'm finding it even in the chaos or organized chaos or lack of, you know, childcare hours to, to get things done? And, you know, even when, um, you, you know, you mentioned about my own, and, and just you talked about when things are not really calm, how to still find joy. And my own experience with this years ago, as I mentioned to you uh, in the email, is that, you know, I would put my own joy, well, I didn't, I didn't know how to relax. So mm -hmm. I didn't even consider it. Um, and I think I didn't consider it because it felt like too much on top of everything else that was going on. So during this time, I was transitioning from being a classroom teacher to being a consultant. So where, you know, so I, there was much more freedom with my time and I actually got to work with adults, which was the thing I really wanted to do. I felt myself evolving into that place where I supported adults. And so in this time of change and transition when all I knew was being a teacher, um, in that setting, like me in front of 25 students, and then to go from there to you got this freedom to create uh, what you want. Um, on top of all of that, you know, I still was, you know, I found myself constantly running, like trying to bring joy to everybody else. Like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I'm stressed, I'm grieving, you know, 
um, I was grieving the loss of being a teacher, even though I knew it was time for me to move on and take that next step. But still, that's all I knew. So I was grieving, but I never carved, joy was not a part. I had not made joy a habit, like you mentioned. I had not made that a habit. So I was always overwhelmed, stressed, and frustrated. Um, and what did I do? keep trying to <laughs> make everybody else happy and, you know, try to make things normal and feel normal and right and calm for everybody else. And I, I one time I saw this meme, it says, to keep the peace with others is to create a war within yourself. And so mm -hmm. I felt like I had created such turmoil within. And I always share with teachers that day, I had my aha moment as a, um, I was headed to drop my kids off at school and I was headed to work. And I, in, the, in my tracks, I, was st I stopped to get gas, but I was looking at the Pepsi delivery men. And I was looking at, they were delivering Pepsi, but it was this happiness and this joy that they had. Like, and I, even though I was running late, at least I stopped because I'm like, I want some of that, <laughs> you know, I, I want to be calm, <laughs> you know, I want to be calm, you know, I don't want to look, look or feel frustrated, you know, and it was like they were high-fiving and joking around with everybody that was coming in the store. It was not this stress to, you know, hurry up and get these crates of, you know, Cokes or Pepsis on the shelf and run off to the next store. It wasn't this, they were in the moment. And I was like, I want that. Like, and, and I was found myself being envious of, you know, their happy happiness. And, you know, as you know, that's the day it started because now I'm noticing everybody that's calm, you know, and everybody that's happy and everybody that they don't seem uptight and frazzled and frustrated. And so even during those times, like you said, like now, you know, my daughter is doing virtual learning and we are actually in the middle of a winter storm, so yeah. nobody can move, <laughs> you know, so yeah. even in times like, okay, I got to record, you know, keep the dog quiet, like, you know, even during those times where you're trying to create this atmosphere, I still have joy now because I have made it a habit, and so times are crazy then, times will be crazy now, times will be crazy two years from now, you know, we just go through these seasons, that's just a part of life, but when you make joy a habit, it, it, you know, it, you know, you're not as stressed, you know, I just, I just think that, you know, because I think stress is a very normal, you know, part of life, but the joy takes the sting out of it, if that makes sense, you know, it just, um, because you're able to be more resilient, you know, I think, so just, um, you know, talk to me about, you know, I told you, I shared in a minute, like mornings bring me joy, um, you know, I can't get out, but, you know, I have a candle lit in the background, lighting candles. Uh, when I finish up with you, I'm going to listen to my favorite playlist. Like those things bring me joy and I can find joy even, you know, within my house. I don't have to leave home uh, for joy, which is what I talk to teachers about. You don't have to leave home for self-care. Self-care for me starts when I open my eyes in the morning because I'm turning inward and I'm asking myself, you know, Tanya, how do you feel? Like, what do you need? What is a woman who loves herself? Like, what would she do for herself today? So all of that is self-care. So that nourishes me when I know that I'm prioritizing my own care. So talk to us about, you know, what's nourishing you right now and, you know, 
Uh, I know you said you were going to create a joy list, but some of the things that bring you joy. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I love the idea that you, again, like saw someone and that you had this moment. I feel like you're big on that. Well, <laughs> these moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and I, I, I do think too, you know, what I like about that story is um, the Pepsi delivery guy or gal, um, they weren't gal. waiting. Yeah. <laughs> they, they weren't waiting until the end of the workday to relax and have their joy. They found a way to bring it into their day. And I think mm something that I think about a lot is just, can I bring the joy into my, into my work? Can I bring joy into my parenting? So I don't need my work done, my kids in bed to like relax. And so that is, I'm constantly working on it. I don't have a magic uh, ball, but thinking about that. Mm. Uh, So then thinking, you know, what is already on my joy list? And I'm with you. I, in the mornings, when it is just me or my husband's awake, but he's listening to a podcast, he's in his zone and I'm in my zone. Um, that is joyful. That's a way that I can like gracefully enter the day, which helps. It makes me feel a little bit more, um, a little bit more alert than if I just was woken up by my kids. I wake up before my kids on purpose. Um, and then I, something that I find is, helps me feel joy is when I'm not trying to multitask. And so, being present in one activity is joyful for me. Um, I, when I, when I was thinking, you know, what, how can I tell if something brings me joy? You know, you asked about like a joy filter. And for me, it's like when I'm singularly focused, I can feel more joy. And so sometimes that's singularly focused, you know, on a work project or on a book. Um, sometimes like when I go for a walk and I, my headphones die and I'm just walking, like I'm not listening, you know, that's when I'm like, oh, I I feel joy. You know, I feel like I'm doing this one thing, Um, you know, rubbing all of my creams and serums on my faces at night is so joyful. Like every night I say to my husband, like, this feels so good. (laughs) Um, And, and like, it's so small, but I've really decided like, I'm going to take these five minutes and just really enjoy them. Like really appreciate the process of doing my, you know, six step nighttime cream plan. Um, and that, <laughs> that's been something that something I really like have come to appreciate even more, like, because I feel like I'm paying attention to it instead of it having to be one more thing before bed. I'm like, Nope, I'm going to enjoy this. Mm. Um, that's a big one. And then, you know, I mentioned that the singular focus, I think when I can get a really good book that I, um, get drawn into the story. And I, I talk about like, to me, a good book is a book that I forget. I have a phone. Like I, I'm not like interested in like scrolling. I just, I really want to read the book. That's when I feel like major joy. Um, yeah. So those would be my main couple right now. Yeah. And you know, I love when you brought out about, I've never thought about it like that. The Pepsi delivery guy wasn't waiting Mm. until the end of the day to say when, and you know, and I think about how many times we wait Mm -hmm. until, you know, I'll be happy when, I'll be joyful when, you know, and, you know, I have certainly tried to practice that, like you said, be in the moment and not like when I do accomplish something, you know, we can, I I, I had a bad habit of when I accomplish something, I'm running off to the next thing. Yeah. And now, uh uh-uh. I, I sit in that. I, I, I don't brush past it. So when I like when I published my book last August, 
and I wasn't even on social media. I got off social media June the 2nd and I didn't come back until January 2nd. So I wasn't posting anything about it. I wasn't, you know, I just sat in that accomplishment and celebrated, you know, and so my daughter, who's um, ninth grade, and she's figured out a plan how she can graduate a year early. So she ran in and she was all excited about checking in with our counselor and what the news. And she said, okay, Ma, do I just sit and celebrate? Or do I, you know, start going through this checklist of stuff I got to get done? I was like, well, well, what? She said, I know what you're going to say because you're a self-care coach, celebrate. So she went and sat and spent time with her sister as, you know, her older sister as celebration of like, let's just, um, let's take this moment and let's just wrap our arms around this moment Mm -hmm. and like be here together in this moment and not rush off to the, you know, the next thing. And that's exactly how I live my life. I was in the middle of rushing in, when, you know, when I saw the, the Pepsi, you know, because I'm like, I got 20 minutes to get, you know, to the school and drop them off and I got to be in my class. And, you know, so I was rushing from one thing to the next in that moment. And like you said, so for you to bring that out, that was absolutely beautiful. Um, and then the things like you said that being in the moment, um, I went and got a facial. My daughter treated me for Valentine's Day and just pampering, you know, not that you have to leave home, but the, the stuff that the lady was using on my face made me want to get the vitamin C serum and all that. Yeah. So I, my mom sells Avon and she was like, oh, I got that. You know, I got the, you know, I said, well, order me that. I said, cause that stuff she put on my face. I want to treat myself like that every night, you know? So I do the basic, just cleansing and moisturizer, but the additional vitamin C serum. And, and I'm like, my face felt so refreshed. But I, I'm loving the fact that I've created a life for myself, Elise, that I truly have practiced trying to, and I'm trying to master just being in the moment and not, and like you said, that does bring me joy, knowing that I'm not just, you know, rushing off to the next thing. So it really brings me to the first, like the quote I sent you, um, and, and I want us to talk about that. Find out where joy resides and give it a voice. Mm. Or to miss joy is to miss it all. So it sounds like you and I both are on that same journey, like it, to give joy a voice. Like mm. not only do we know what it looks like, we let it speak. You know, we mm. allow it, we give it words and, you know, it has a personality. And, you know, and so because to miss that, it's to miss it all because, you know, like I said, if we continue to just run off to the next thing, you're always seeking something outside of yourself to make you feel proud of yourself instead mm-hmm. of, you know, going inward. So, you know, tell me your thoughts on, on that. Yeah, I, I love that quote. I, I, I loved it when you um, emailed it and then hearing it again. Something that I have been trying to do that has been really helpful is um, when I have a good day like saying that, like, it it sounds so simple, but like out loud, my, you know, my husband comes home from work and I'm like, I had a really good day today. Um, you know, because I found myself, you know, he would come home and I would give him the litany of, you know, and then Ellery didn't want to do school. And then, you know, the chickens were loud and it's like my list of a hundred things that went wrong. Mm. And, um, and, and then I was like, you know, all of that is terrible and hard. Um, but like on the days where things 
clicked for whatever reason, or we did, you know, the chickens were still loud and the girls still got off of school, but you know, I also had a good day, like being able to say that. Um, so like, say, you know, say when I'm happy, say when I feel proud, say when something feels really good. Um, I, I found a lot of value in it. I found a lot of value in like acknowledging it, um, acknowledging it obviously to myself and then telling him. And similarly, like when, when my kids tell me that they're happy or, you know, Right now, I'm basically only interacting with my family. So <laughs> that's why I'm using them as examples. Um, but it does feel good. Like it, it feels good to hear that other people are happy um, or that other people, you know, are feeling proud or grateful or whatever. Um, and so I've been working on that, working on like claiming when I feel good. Um, I'm, I'm like you or like past you where I have a success and I'm, I'm like, okay, you know, and I, that I am on to the next, like I, I'm ready, like, okay, now what? Um, and trying, like actively trying to slow down and like actively trying to enjoy it um, is something that I do think is important because otherwise we're just, I don't know, like we're, we're just, we're just like climbing or something. Like we're, we're not, we're not, um, we're, we're just, we're, we're like never off the wheel, right? It can just feel yes. like- Like this hamster wheel. You just continue, yes. go, go, go. And yes. I was just telling my husband, I said, I'm so, I said, cultivating this joy. I said, if I could get people to embrace it, you know, it's hard for me to put it in words, the value that that Elise has added to my life. It makes me pay attention to, you know, I, I have this process, you know, uh, practice of, practicing gratitude what I'm grateful for every day but it's like yesterday somebody posted on Facebook stuck at home questions like to ask your kids like it's just this list of things just sporadic just ask them no background information just tell them that whatever answer comes to their first answer comes to their mind say it so I can't remember but the two questions that really uh stood out was the fact so I asked I have my daughters will be 16 and 20 this year so they at two separate times, separate, you know, one was in one room. No, nobody heard each other's answers. I went through this list. So one of the questions said, what is the, what is the worst, what is the rule that I have for you that you most dislike? Mm-hmm. Both kids, both girls said, oh, we have rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I'm still processing, but I feel good about it because I think, you know, my parents and I just try to model the behavior, you know, that I want to see, you know, so I, I'm going to take that, you know, I'm going to take that. But I, you know, at first I didn't know how to feel because they both said, oh, we don't have rules. But then uh, the second one, I asked them, I said, what, where do you feel the, what is this, where's the safest place on the planet? Mm. Both girls said at home. Mm. And I told my husband, I said, I'm going to sit and celebrate that, that, you know, because, you know, I divorced their father, you know, uh, six years ago. And so, you know, but it was all for this, like, I wanted them to be in a home where there was harmony and peace and, you know, and Mm -hmm. joy. And, and I wanted them to feel safe, protected and adored. So my fight to feel safe, protected and adored you know, so I remarried. We said we celebrated our second wedding anniversary on Valentine's Day. And congratulations. Um, thank you. And so, you know, but my fight to feel safe, 
protected and adored, they benefited from it. Mm-hmm. So when we say emotions, I was reading that this morning, emotions are contagious. So like you said, when you were sharing, like choosing to share, so that's choosing joy. Like I'm going to seek it. So what do I have to be joyful about? Then I'm going to choose it by expressing it. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to keep that in, like you said, and give this laundry list of everything that's not right. But when you said, you know, I'm going to say when I'm happy, I'm going to say when I had a great day. And that's contagious. And if we can maintain this mood of as many pleasant emotions as we can, even in the midst of a pandemic, even in a here in a winter storm, you know, um, man, I think that's something to celebrate. And, and to me, that just that makes the joy just multiplies because, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you love how, you know, I love how that feels to take something that seems so small, just a random question, you know, where's the safest place on the planet? And both girls in different conversations said at home. So the fact that my children feel safe, my daughters, um, that, that, that brought me so much joy. And I think, it, and it's just recognizing the little things that that's, you know, and so we have both, like I said, I see us giving joy a voice. So every time you share and I share what joy looks like, you know, of course, you know, and I, I will share with teachers, like, I love a pedicure and a manicure and a massage, you know, but you know, when COVID shut all of that down, you know, so what are the things that, that's what made me go inward and said, okay, you need to teach what self-care looks like at home like you know yeah. before you even leave your house because I've been have you know getting a massage before um having a pedicure on a cruise right. mind all over the place not enjoying myself right. Right. but right. and you know and I hear people say uh when they go on vacation back to the real world when it's time to go home and I was like, no, you know, I want my real world to feel like a vacation. And mm-hmm. I had a teacher in Atlanta to say that before. I said, so what you doing for spring break? What you doing for vacation? She said, oh, my whole life is a vacation. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's, She's like, in the Pepsi guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She's in the Pepsi guy. Like, you know, I'm like, okay. So I posted something on the day. I said, when I'm around people, the right people, like it feels like a vacation when you're around good friends and good, you know, your family and the vibe, you know, everybody is, you know, um, you know, experiencing these pleasant emotions. And even when the emotions are unpleasant and you have the emotional bandwidth to make space for them and you're the reason somebody's encouraged and uplifted, that feels like a vacation. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to have a cruise, you know, mm-hmm. on a time right now, you would never go on a cruise and get caught up. Right. <laughs> you know, so, you know, so I think that it's beautiful to see that, you know, the joy is truly in the simple things. And, you know, so I think the last, so the last question I want to ask is like, how do you protect your joy? And um, in protecting your joy, like, how do you think, protecting our joy connects us to living well, which is the, you know, of course the name of this podcast, but how does that contribute and connect us to living well, protecting our joy? Yeah, I think um, this, is, this is such a, I mean, this is the crux if I can, if I can figure this out, you know, um, <laughs> but, but I think that um, for me, it's, it's recognizing that uh, 
finding like finding joy has so much value. And I think that um, being able to recognize the joy doesn't mean that that you don't also feel sad. You know, it doesn't mean you always feel happy. And and I think that um, part of it is part of it is understanding that. And we, you know, we talked right before we started that I think a lot of what finding joy and making space for joy can do is just build your confidence because you, you start to fully understand, you know, how much value your joy has for you and then how much value you have. Um, and so I think when you think of it that way, you know, I, I like that you brought up self-care isn't just, you know, even though pedicures are wonderful and massages are wonderful, it's not just that, right? It's, it's not just these outside things. It is the things that you do internally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, just reckon, recognizing that they are important. Um, I, I've talked before about sometimes people will say to me like, oh, like, not anymore, but they used to say, like, what are you doing Saturday? And I would say nothing. And then they would say, oh, like, do you want to do blah, blah, blah? Like, you want to get coffee or do you want to, you know, do something? And I'm like, no, no, I'm doing nothing. Like nothing, nothing is the thing. Right, <laughs> yeah. nothing is the thing. That's yeah, right. nothing is the thing. Yes. Um, and so for me, it's it's making sure that in my work life, in my parenting life, um, that I can try to build in nothing, like try to build in white space. Um, because that's where, for me, like, you know, I'm an, I'm an introvert. I get energy from um, being alone. And I like, too. yeah. Yeah, right, taking a breath. Sometimes people are like, you don't seem like an introvert. I'm like, that's because I get a lot of time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I can fake it if I have to. Um, and, and so like to me, protecting my joy is not, is doing my best to not overcommit um, and to recognizing like I'm tired now um, and, and recognizing I need space or I need whatever. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't think that like, I, I, I definitely don't, I'm not always optimistic. I'm not always feeling happy. Um, but that's, I don't think that's what joy is. I think joy is not um, having this like veneer, um, but instead like giving yourself space to feel the feelings, you know, and, yes. and give yourself space to experiment creatively and troubleshoot and like all of those, all of those things um, are what, I'm always trying to cultivate and what I think is, is helping. Yes. Yes. And, you know, just like we were saying, um, I love that. And it's beautiful because, you know, and even as you were describing like joy and protecting it, knowing that, you know, it has value, like number one, it adds value to my life. So that's reason enough to want to protect it. But, you know, also, and that's what I found that, when I know that I'm doing just what you said, you know, creating time of the white space and no, nothing is the thing. Like that's what I'm doing, <laughs> nothing, you know? Yeah. And when I'm doing that, um, I feel rested. I, I don't, I never want to be that girl again that was at the Shell Station or I-55 in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> just looking at the Pepsi delivery guy, like, you know, I, I never, cause I knew exactly like, He's rested. He's resting. And you're frazzled. You're, you're frazzled and he's resting, you know, and you're taking your frazzled self, <laughs> you know, driving your kids to school, you know, teaching somebody else's children. You're going to be engaged with somebody else's, uh, with your colleagues. And, you know, your life, the people connected to you, like they deserve more than this. You deserve 
more than this. And so to know that regardless of what is going on, because real life happens to all of us all of the time, but I can honestly say that I know how to return. Like if I'm pulled off track or, you know, I know how to return to rest. If I'm ever feeling just overly frustrated in an unhealthy way, like I know how to return to rest. And that's when, and I, and I do that by engaging in what brings me joy. And like you said, that white space, I cut off time to say, okay, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, you know, and I know everybody's schedule is different, but okay, I'm not doing anything. And when I say anything, like I'm not, I'm not even gonna think about what I'm gonna do after the the nothing time is over. Right, I'm not planning. I'm not planning. <laughs> no, I'm not planning. I'm not, you know. And so I'll know what's next when this is done. But right now, mm. I'm prioritizing, you know, this. So I just um, thank you so much, Elise Joy. I did not know that was your middle name. But, oh, how blessed. <laughs> Such yeah. a blessing um, to have, you know, joy is your middle name, which will, you know, like Alice said, like we never not, you know, we never lose our words for the year. We just build upon them, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, you get to carry joy around, you know, legally <laughs> for the yeah. you know, rest of your life. And so you have the rest of your life to continue to cultivate it. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for adding, you know, value and uh, insight to my life. And I know to the lives of those who are listening and um, may you continue to live well. May you continue to cultivate joy. And I'm, you know, sending you nothing but love and light uh, for the rest of this year, 2021. Thank you so much. It's, it's an honor. And I just wanted to say that your, um, you saying that your daughters feel like home is the safest place. I mean, that's, that's the goal. Like I can only hope that when my girls are older and they've, you know, done more life <laughs> that yes. they will say the same. I mean, that's, that's, that's the parenting dream. So yes, awesome. yes. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Elise. Live Well with Intentionally Tanja podcast with your host, yours truly, Tanja Morton. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with those you care about. If you would like to explore ways to incorporate what you heard into your daily life, go to teacherkeepers.com, enter your name and email address. Immediately sent to you will be the tool I use that helps me consistently direct my time, energy, and attention towards what really matters so that I, too, may continue to live well. Thanks again for listening. See you next week. Mama, wonderful, fabulous.